Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Bullet Train, new action comedy film out now on Netflix, a movie that hit theaters earlier this year. And of course, as many who subscribe to this show know, I haven't gone to a movie theater since uh, the pandemic started. So... Uh, thankfully, movies are hitting streaming faster now than they ever were, so I get access to these movies a lot sooner than I would have in the past. And for that reason alone, I enjoy uh, avoiding the movie theaters uh, and watching movies as they come out. And this movie, Bullet Train, was one that I was excited for. This is a movie that I was anticipating last year coming out, uh, starring Brad Pitt, directed by... Directed by David Leach, who has directed movies like Fast and the Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, which yeah, it was an okay movie, fun. It's it's all right, it's all right. Uh, Deadpool two, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Atomic Blonde, which had great moments, especially uh, great fight scenes. Uh, and also, he's an uncredited director on movies like John Wick and. Uh, I think the first Deadpool as well. Either way, somebody that's clearly used to big action scenes. Hobbs and Shaw had big action scenes. Of course, Deadpool, big action scenes. Uh, and this movie definitely has a lot of action. Uh, definitely some large action. There are a ton of cameos in this movie, which I enjoyed. Overall, I really love this movie. I want to start there. Uh, I had a lot of fun watching this movie, finally. Uh, I'm a big fan of Brad Pitt as well. Usually enjoy everything he's in. And it uh, was fun to see him in an action movie. He had a cameo in uh, The Lost Island or whatever. The the movie with, with uh, starring Channing Tatum and... Uh, What's her face? Channing Tatum and uh, God, what's her name? I don't know why I'm blanking on her name. Uh, Sandra Bullock, which was a fun movie. Let me get what was that movie called with them? The Lost Island, right? The Lost City, which was an okay movie. I think the first half of that movie was a, a lot more fun than the second half. A movie that really felt like it was heavily edited uh feels like they changed that movie up a lot but a movie nonetheless was a lot of fun brad pitt has a very fun cameo this movie has both channing tatum and sandra bullock as cameos kind of channing tatum a little bit more of a cameo sandra bullock kind of being the his handler the voice on the phone brad pitt is like one of many assassins that are on this bullet train in tokyo uh, and this story is told through a lot of flashbacks, or at least the the context for why everybody is on this train is told through content uh, through flashbacks. So instead of like exposition, just explaining a lot of stuff, you get to see, uh, you know, what brought everybody there through their own kind of paths to ending up on this bullet train. And it's also a fun excuse to show a lot of different action scenes that don't necessarily tie together in a traditional sense 
Uh, so an interesting way to tell the story. I, I appreciated that. It adds like a layer of complexity for an action film. Uh, it's also a movie that as you learn how each of these characters end up on the bullet train, it, it you know, gives you different uh, perspective on these different characters and, you know, getting a different perspective, different context for for what's going on. Uh, you know, it, it makes you care about some characters more, makes you hate other characters more. And all the while, Brad Pitt's character is kind of like, He's kind of like a bumbling guy. Like he's kind of nerdy in some ways. He he has been experiencing a lot of bad luck. He's going to therapy. He's kind of like uh, second guessing a lot of aspects of his life. But you know, in just l not somebody with a lot of confidence. Let's put it that way. And despite the fact when things happen, he's clearly trained and capable. Uh, to be doing the job he's doing, uh, but he's somebody that's kind of throughout this movie questioning his decisions, which is a fun kind of aspect to it. You know, it's it it for somebody like a an action character it really reminded me of a role that Jackie Chan may have played at one point. Like there's there's so many aspects of this movie that felt very much like. A Jackie Chan. It would have been. I would have loved. Like I, Jackie Chan's old, but I. I still think he could pull off uh, a lead in this role. I think that would have been just fine because he's like, he'd always play like a character that was obviously capable of stuff, but also not wanting to engage, not wanting to be in the 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 fire, as it were. A lot of the Jackie Chan movies. Uh, also using unconventional objects as weapons, uh, which is something that, that Brad Pitt's character does a lot. Uh, showing pain when he gets hurt. You know, Jackie Chan, very much uh, one of the few action stars that when he, he like hits something, there's always the a pause in the fight or a moment in a fight where he's like rubbing a piece of part of his body that just got hurt. Like he's, he's one of the few action stars that like expresses pain throughout a fight and also somebody that's like trying to avoid conflict while being sucked into it and dealing with it which very much is what brad brad pitt's character so i appreciated that as well i'm a huge fan of jackie chan and despite him not being in this role i think brad pitt pulls it off uh, you know, because everything, it, most of this movie, aside from flashbacks, takes place on this bullet train, uh, you're getting a lot of closer shots of the action, so a lot more kind of editing, not a whole lot of, you know, just the camera watching choreographed fight scenes play out, which is something you would see in more of a Jackie Chan, right? Somebody that's actually trained and doing, or even John Wick. There's a lot of John Wick that allows the the actors to show their abilities and let stunt people and choreographers really set up a fun action set piece that takes place within the camera instead of using edit edits and different camera angles to kind of piece together an action sequence. Um, but regardless, I still liked it. It's not like at the level of editing that like a born identity, that style of action that like shaky cam, really fast cuts, kind of almost 
almost unsure of what you're watching, the camera almost missing the action. And you see that that ability to film action in the previous movie David Leach did uh, with Neon Blonde. I think the, the best parts of that movie were the action scenes. Uh, the weaknesses of that were the dialogue and the story that encapsulated everything. Uh, so that's why I, I'm not the biggest fan of Neon Blonde. I'm definitely more. It definitely felt like it was in the same vein of a John Wick, which I am very much a fan of. Uh, definitely bringing a new flavor and and style to action, where this one feels more. Definitely has elements of kind of modern action that that John Wick action, but also elements of like classic action movies and martial arts movies so i enjoyed that and how they tell a lot of these action like a lot of fun characters everybody has fun code names brad pitt's code name is uh ladybug because he needs good luck he's been having a string of bad luck and he needs good luck so his handler gives him the code name uh ladybug you have these quote-unquote twins uh that are tangerine and lemon and like all of these different characters when you see their backstories like one of their backstories for tangerine and lemon is them arguing over their body count from their last job right they had to extract this one guy who's a son of somebody important and during the extraction a lot of people died and they're arguing over the the total body count and in their argument it it gives you a reason to flash back to that that moment where they're doing this extraction as they're going over the number of bodies that they they killed which is funny right it's hilarious but also a great way to inject more action into a scene that is technically just two guys arguing over the number so i appreciated that they end up being really fun characters as well all of these characters kind of being f fun in a way very interesting in a way how it i mean this movie because there are so many characters like there's so many assassins on this train the way the story's told through flashbacks the way everything at first glance feels like just a tangled mess but by the end you you see that it's more of a beautiful web of storytelling uh, where at first it feels like chaos and everything uh, everything is just kind of this tangled mess of storylines. As, as the story goes on and we understand as the audience everybody's intentions and motivations, it, it, it gives you a different perspective as a whole on the story. And I enjoy it quite a bit. And I think it handles it very well, right? I didn't feel lost i didn't feel like i missed stuff i didn't feel like it things didn't like there weren't any holes necessarily that i i felt like they existed in the story and in, in the complexity of the story but at the same time due to its complexity and so many different moving parts it's a movie that would benefit watching it again right just like a class like a a great whodunit movie like a knives out where every time you watch that movie for me anyway every time i watch that movie i get a li little bit more out of it another s detail 
that that fits perfectly in the complexity of that that kind of mystery that's going on and in this movie i feel it had that same vibe where i felt like i can not only return to watching bullet train for the great action scenes the funny comedy that's in it but also i'll probably pick out little details of the story and aspects of characters that i maybe missed the first time but it in no way like got confusing or too much right i felt like surprisingly especially for an action movie it was surprising that a story involving so many characters and so many different storylines and how they're all connected and how it all ties up and culminates at the end it could easily easily not work it could easily fall apart but i felt it worked great Let's take a little break from the show to promote. I figured out a way on my website to offer prints for every single painting. So if you go to a painting, you can buy the original painting or you can buy a print for everything. Artwork that you don't want to spend $100 plus on 9 by 12 inch ink painting on paper. $100 for the original one of a kind piece of artwork. Paintings range in price depending on their size. The 8 by 10 print, $20 available in the store at inspireddisorder.com and now let's get back to the show the performances are great the actors are great you know it's a, a a lot of different types of people right as opposed to a lot of action movies could just cast a bunch of really fit dudes that all kind of look the same and all kind of have similar abilities but in this one you have Somebody like Brad Pitt's character who's like reluctant to even be there, kind of suffering from bad luck. You have uh, a girl who's there who looks super young but super smart and really playing her up her strengths. You have just kind of different characters with different strengths and different characteristics that I really appreciate. The wolf is great. Lemon and Tangerine is great. Even... Um, hornet hornet's great you know finding out like and there's characters that come in like wolf like hornet they kind of come in and maybe they don't survive as long but you still get pieces of their story and part of their story especially in hornet's case explains why certain things like there's a snake on this train and you find out later not only why that snake is there but also has been used in these things part of that that kind of clarifying what these questions that you have leading up and as things get answered throughout the story it's great it's absolutely great and also i love how uh ladybug brad pitt's character refers to himself as macgyver in a scene where he figures out a way to kind of block one of the doors between cars but also has the macgyver sensibility that he's not into guns right he didn't bring a gun on this job kind of against guns which is one of the major characteristics of macgyver somebody that used his intelligence used things around him like average everyday things that exist in order to succeed in whatever thing he's trying to do 
so even in that comparison of MacGyver, there's like other aspects of Ladybug's character that are also comparable to the MacGyver character, which if you weren't a fan of MacGyver, you would never know that he was not into guns. You may get the reference when he blocks the door that like he used the luggage and the, the golf club and stuff. And that was like a f very creative way to block a door on a train. But there's even more depth to that if you know the, the character. So I enjoyed that. All the cameos, like I said, Channing Tatum, you find out later on there's a Ryan, Ryan Reynolds cameo. Like just a, a one scene, which is another flashback scene. One scene of Ryan Reynolds, of this character that is seemingly not important until you find out why it's important at the end. And for that character not being there, Right, he's like one. He's like an important character that just didn't show up, and for that kind of character, that kind of just small little thing to be played by Ryan Reynolds is hilarious. It is so funny, and I don't even think he's credited because he doesn't say anything. It's just him turning away from an explosion, which is great. The Channing Tatum thing where ladybugs trying to use him as a distraction the whole sex stuff gives him two hundred dollars it's it's great also it has this movie has aaron taylor johnson which i was not familiar with recently saw an article about him that he is in consideration to be the next james bond he plays tangerine in this movie which not knowing until after the movie when I was just kind of looking through the credits of these people and seeing that name and his picture, which is the same one used. And like, OK, when I saw the initial article, I was like, I don't like I don't care. He's an actor. I don't know. OK, he's going to be James Bond. All right. But in this movie, it makes sense why he would be James Bond. Like he can he fits the part. He fits the part. It would be it would have been fun to see James Bond turn into like like an Idris Elba or something like that, even though he's getting old, but it would have been fun if they played around with that character a little bit more. Uh, but seeing that Aaron Taylor Johnson is, is up for the part. I it's, it seems like a it makes sense. I would say, right. He's young. He fits kind of that 007. He could, he could definitely pull that off. And he was great as tangerine, right? Part of the tangerine and lemon, how lemon like uses the Thomas the Tank Engine TV show as a way, as a metaphor for life, how he reads people and labels them as different characters from that kid's show as like kind of ways to identify their characteristics, uh, specifically the Diesel character and how when he labels people, he'll like put a sticker on them and how that plays into other characters understanding somebody that may or may not be honest in the moment. Amazing. Like there's all these small little details that end up paying off, right? That just seem like random character characteristics, like character things. And they end up meaning something throughout the story, whether it's his obsession with Thomas, the tank engine or those two guys called twins seeing their kind of their origin how they started together in a way 
and also the tragic nature of what happens to them in this movie where one ends up surviving like one there's a moment where one thinks the other's dead and then it ends up that one that was thought to be dead ends up surviving to only see the other one dead tragic right that those two brothers you end up sympathizing with them a lot and it really hurts both times like it, it both times it like it it justifies the gut punch when they see like you feel bad you feel sorry for them both times it's just great everything is great the way it's all played off the way it's written the action scenes there's an explosion that happens at the towards the end of this movie and the crazy actions scene that happens right after that explosion that kind of initiates like this final battle between two groups of people is amazing it's such good action so like so much fun like you're in it right you're there you're seeing like these people who were independent leading up to this event coming together in order to fight the bigger threat amazing action scene there were some like over the top obviously action movie gonna have over the top gonna have crazy action sequences that just are so fantastical they pull you out a little bit right because depending on the action movie generally they, they try to be pretty grounded i mean that's stylistically it's kind of the trend i mean john wick is one of the more grounded type of action movies trying to make it look realistic plausible and in this movie there's a few a few points that are kind of kind of uh kind of crazy there's a, a moment where tangerine gets kicked off the train right they're on this bullet train it's making however many stops and each stop the doors are only open for one minute right very efficient no dilly dallying you get in you get out you miss the train you miss the train bullet trains travel 300 plus miles an hour and tangerine gets kicked out at one point but he needs to get back on and he chases and he runs and he grabs like runs after the train and the ability for him to not only jump onto this train and hold on but hold on at speed is ridiculous when he's able to punch through the windshield of the train which i would imagine has in reality a lot of i mean i would imagine it's very thick first off and secondly i'm sure it's laminated like car windshields are so they don't actually break they kind of just like even when they shatter the they kind of just the, because they're laminated they kind of and i would imagine for impact purposes of a train going so fast it would need to have a lot of durability for this guy to not only grab onto the aerodynamic tail of this train and hold on as it, it reaches top speed but then to also punch through the windshield i'm like okay you know but that's action movies so common right in action movies glass is either 
effortlessly broken through or ridiculously hard to get through. It is one or the complete opposite. And this one he was able to get through, which is fine. They needed a way for him to get back on the train. It was like, okay, like it's an action movie, so it's kind of easy to let go. But at the same time, like bullshit, right? That was one of the bullshit moments. Another one was there's a moment where it's a train versus a train and how that plays out. I mean, it's at the point of the movie where it happens, it makes sense. You know, action, a lot of times it has to keep one-upping itself, has to keep getting bigger and bigger as the movie goes on. So it, like, makes sense on some level. And then, but when that happened, I was like, okay, it's like, whatever. Okay. We're in it. I'm like, I already saw this guy punch through a windshield. I know we're going into wacky land. And then the, the, there's a train crash that happens as well. That's like amazing, right? It's ridiculous as hell, but it's amazing. And what happens to characters as they're like flying through this like super slow-mo shot as the train crashes is pretty epic. Like it's epic for sure. Wacky, like no way, no way anybody survives, but the way it's shown is beautiful. Very much like how Deadpool's able to inject so much comedy within action, like making, making ridiculous action moments, pay off by adding humor right knowingly understanding that these action scenes are so over the top so being able to you just accept that and inject humor into it to just you know to, to just go along with the joke not pretending like we're watching something ridiculous but i appreciate like those were the only three moments that i was like okay like okay like i know what i'm I, I get it right but at least you know it was but it's only like if it was a movie where it's like full of that i guess that would have been fine too like it didn't bother me they were just moments that pulled me out a little bit right i was just like for whatever reason sometimes i watch a movie and it happens all the time with action movies or superhero movies or you know anything that kind of requires some fantastical moments where crazy things happen like defying physics or whatever like clearly that wouldn't have happened that way but it's those moments that pull me out a little bit right where i'm on a ride and then like these things happen that make me realize that oh i'm i'm not on the ride anymore i'm just watching this is just a crazy thing happening either way i really enjoyed it Let's take a little break from the show to promote the benefits of Inspired Disorder Plus. So you go inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Sign up. $5 a month. You get to binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free. You get to watch all of the live painting videos I do. You get a special members-only discount and deals for all of the artwork and merch that I sell. You also get the complete podcast back catalog of every podcast I've ever produced. Hundreds of episodes 
countless different podcasts. You also get access to my personal blog. A new blog comes out every week. In addition to that, you get my creative writing that I'm releasing. You also get access to asking me anything. 14 years of experience podcasting. I've been creating art my entire life. I've been using Photoshop since middle school. And you can contact me to ask me questions about that or anything else. So those are the benefits for signing up for Inspired Disorder Plus. And now let's get back to the show. There's also a lot of fun fights. There's a fun fight between Ladybug and Lemon in the silent car that I thought was a lot of fun. Uh, there's another fight between Ladybug and Lemon, or no, Ladybug and Tangerine in the food car. And there's a little concession break in between that fight that I thought was a lot of fun. Uh, there's a great moment where the whole wolf story is great and how he comes in and then like just one of those characters like him and Hornet are two characters that kind of come in for a moment and great fights, you know, like you see, you're seeing Brad Pitt fight all these different people, all these different fight scenes, uh, whether it's against Wolf, the fight scene against Hornet is great. How that one ends, how that one ends with like, just like such tension and and uh momentum shifts towards the end of that fight where it's like oh no he lost and it's like oh no he didn't lose and how that even pays off later like so many things of this right it could just be something that comes up in the moment to explain a thing right like the antidote kind of making that one fight moment work but for that to come back later on is just it's just one of many moments of this movie where all these little things have multiple uses throughout like that have their importance is more than just the initial scene right like the 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 lemon labeling everybody as a character from thomas the tank engine is a funny character aspect but plays a big role in the overall story that's being played the the antidote amazing comes back again these different things what the uh the girl what's her character's name what was her code name prince uh joy king who's like the schoolgirl. her her character and finding out who her character is at the end of the movie and seeing what happens to her at the end of this movie. There's like a, it's not a post credit scene. It's like a mid credit scene involving lemon driving a tangerine truck. And when you first see that, you don't know it's lemon driving the truck, but what happens is like hilarious. And then when you find out that it was lemon driving that truck is even more like just another aspect of this where it's like, it's not just the initial thing like the initial thing of what happens to prince is pretty hilarious but then it becomes even more hilarious when you're when you see who was responsible for that event happening amazing just like it's like a one-two punch on like everything it's like it's not just the jab right it's not just the one joke it's a joke that's always followed up by at least one more thing
and the whole story with uh, White Death kind of being the the orchestrator in a lot of ways and how that all like the the one moment really of exposition right uh, of course you're gonna have an, an action movie where a villain is giving exposition to explain everything he's doing it's great i enjoy that scene playing off of ladybug you know not being happy with brad pitt's character saying bro right like very very like southern california laid back type of a hitman kind of a guy in uh ladybug but it's great that exposition scene because in that scene explains and clarifies everything that's happened right not that we haven't been given bits and pieces of it along the way but when it all kind of gets tied together and you see like it's in that exposition moment where you see that it's not just a bundle of different stories being thrown together, that it's actually this beautiful spider web of uh, a movie that that has been just showing you little bits and pieces and you're looking at it from different angles. So it looks like like a mess. And when it's when it's kind of laid out and explained and everything's finally is tied together i found it beautiful right i found it i found it great which usually the exposition moments and and action movies don't don't do that much to do it right it's the you know the guys on the the log and he's on the conveyor belt heading towards the giant saw and the, the evil villain is telling him the whole plot of what he's done and what he's gonna do uh, and in this one, it's in some ways like that, but I think it's 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 got a lot more meat on the bone uh, than your standard exposition by the the evil villain. And that white death played by Michael Shannon, great, right? He's he has a evil looking face. Doesn't even have to say much in this movie, right? So many great actors, great casting, and like they're so perfect, even though they don't necessarily say anything. But yeah, it's uh, a great movie. I loved it. You know, it's got great action. It's funny. It has a bunch of interesting characters. It, it's a movie that that has a level of complexity to it where there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle that are going on. But I feel in the end it has a satisfying, the way everything's tied together, very satisfying. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm excited to see what David Leach does next. Uh, clearly, if there's a good script, and this is based on a book uh, written by Zach Olkuks. I mean, I'm bad at reading, but sometimes names are like, what are you doing with words? <laughs> you know? David Leach given a good script can make a hell of an action movie and i enjoyed it and it was fun to see brad pitt in an action movie because he's not really not really done a whole lot of action movies that i can think of i mean aside from his cameo in the the hidden island or whatever hidden city um i mean i guess fight club not really i mean he fights but he's not it's not an action movie 
offhand, I'm not thinking of many, but, it, you know, he's fun. He's fun. And it's like, you know, the trend right now in action movies for the past uh, probably decade, these older actors, whether it's like Liam Neeson or even Keanu Reeves is getting older, Brad Pitt's getting older, these older actors and being in these action movies, I love it's it's a a trend that I'm 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 enjoying, you know, cuz they're like good actors and the way action movies are made like really paying attention to the action and and even kind of bringing a new style to the action is great. I loved it. Check it out. It's on Netflix, Bullet Train. New episodes of the Ray Taylor show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.